And now, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. He's a successful entrepreneur, published author, top listing agent, a real estate and finance expert that goes to bat for you every day as a consumer advocate. Your host and the consumer quarterback, Brandon Rhymes. And yes, here we are again, another day committed to being your consumer advocate, helping you understand your buying decisions, making you more street smart here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. We want to help you win no matter what you're facing out there. If you're buying real estate, maybe you're looking to get a refinance done on your mortgage, financial advice, tech advice, uh, all types of great attorneys, reach out to the show hotline, 813-917-1894. We greatly appreciate those that do support the show by reaching out at 813-917-1894. 94. It's an off-air number. Uh, you can call or text that line. Also, hit the website up at ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. We like to feature our real estate listings live on air. We help our sellers profit more and sell faster, uh, utilizing our innovations with radio, TV, and internet marketing. We're in the top 100 out of 25,000 realtors here in Tampa Bay. 14663 Village Glen. Beautiful Carrollwood property. This is a two-bedroom, two-bath home. Pool, spa, fenced-in backyard, waterfall feature. Just a gorgeous property here in Tampa Bay. Two bedrooms, two and a half bath uh, property right here in Tampa Bay. Just shy of 2,000 square feet. Carrollwood Village, very popular spot to be. Master bathroom features a jacuzzi tub, sauna, and tanning bed. And a beautiful property, 14663 Village Glen in Tampa. You can see all of our real estate listings at Platinum MVP Team. Dot kw.com this is god's country and a quick shout out to victor and the team over at chad irrigation for all your irrigation and sprinkler needs make sure you give them a call let them know the real estate quarterback sent you victor at chad irrigation longtime friends of the consumer quarterback show all right we got attorney jason coble in the house and uh, talk about work comp law from time to time auto accidents uh tampa work comp law.com is his website and jason today you want to talk about these pip some of the pip different situations happening with car accidents uh yes um in florida when someone gets in a car accident no matter whose fault it is uh the first ten thousand dollars uh comes out of your personal injury protection a lot of people are like, oh, why Why am I contacting my insurance? Why are you reporting it to my insurance? The other party caused the accident. Yep. Um, the first 10000 is out of your personal injury protection insurance, and, and it's mandatory by law. You have to have it. Um, you have 14 days to get to the doctor to see an MD to, to see if your injury is severe enough, or else you have a $2,500 limit. And then if you don't get there within 14 days after the accident, you have no PIP whatsoever. But what I wanted to talk about is uh, I'm seeing a, a reoccurrence of, a, of an issue. I see medical providers that do not want to use PIP mm. to, to have their bills paid. They'd rather do a letter of protection with the lawyer, which is something you do after PIP is exhausted or paid through health insurance. But the law says for the first 10000 until that PIP is exhausted, the medical providers have to send it through PIP to get paid. And why they don't want to do that? is because PIP carriers are very, very strict about they'll They'll look at it with a fine-tooth comb, look at every little thing that was done, and if they're billing too much, which tends to happen quite a bit, yeah, they won't pay for it. And the law says the most that the, the injured party could be billed is 20% of the allowed charges. So hmm. I recently had a case, the medical facility billed $8,000 to PIP. Wow. PIP said the allowable amount was only 1500 bucks. Wow. 
and then they try to bill my client the difference. They can't do that. The, wow. The most they could do is twenty percent of the fifty of the allowed charges, you know, determined by PIP. And then so the medical providers call me up all upset. I'm like, hey, don't be upset with me. Be upset with the PIP carrier. They're the ones who disallowed your charges. Right. But if you so if you're an injured party and you still have PIP available and you see that your bills aren't being sent to PIP, that's mm-hmm. a huge you're 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 getting the short end of the stick there. Yeah. Because you know, you want it to, to be you know, consistent with the law, have it go, go through the PIP carrier. Hey, and if they if they turn down ch- charges and say it's not allowed, that's not your problem. That's, you know, between them and the, and the medical provider. But, yeah, and, and then I had another case where the medical provider submitted their bill to PIP late. You know, they only have so many days from the date of service to do it. And uh, so the PIP denied it, said, no, 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 you were too late by law. And then they tried to bill my client. But the law says no. If, they're, if they submit it late to PIP and there was still PIP available – then they get paid zero, and wow. it was thirteen thousand dollars. And the doctor's like, "Well, just give me two thousand. I'm like, "No, man, you get zero. Wow, because <laughs> you submitted it late. It's all right here. So yeah, PIP law could be very beneficial uh, to the injured party, and they might not even know it. So if you got in a car accident, give me a call, and I'll make sure that your bills are being accord, you know, handled accordingly. Yeah, that yeah. happens Re- a lot. Reach out to the show hotline. Any of those situations that come up that you're you're thinking like, "Wow, what you know, what should I do here?" Or wonder you know what the rules are, what the law is. Uh, reach out. That's where we want to put you in touch with our attorney bases. And, and Jason's one of the best on the program. Longtime friend uh, here on the show. 813-917-1894. Just call or text 813-917-1894. And, and yeah, so so at no point, if you're injured on the job, should you be receiving as the as the worker, the injured worker uh, bills directly? Right. Now, that's my other. Uh, I was just talking about PIP for car accidents, but for yep. workers, comp, you nailed it, man. I mean, if you get hurt at work and they accepted your case. So when I say they accepted it, that means the workers comp carrier is sending you to the doctors they're paying you lost wages. If any of those, whether it's the hospital, the ambulance, if any medical care related to your case, you get a bill for they violated your rights. You should never, ever get a bill for anything. You don't owe that money. But if you don't call me or have someone do something about it that right. could hurt your credit because i've seen it a thousand times and they'll keep trying to collect even though they have no right to do that yeah and it, it probably happens i would say sadly in about 65 percent of my comp cases my clients are getting billed wow so it happens a lot yeah mm. it's interesting too you think about you know with insurance companies it's it's time to you know of course they love to collect the payments the premiums every month or every quarter whenever however you schedule it your payment uh, but then, you know, there's a lot of challenges right now. We've been talking with Doug Levi on the show. He's our insurance expert uh, contributor. Uh, he sent me another one uh, this morning. Florida home insurance market is uh, potentially crashing. I mean, a lot of stuff happening uh, on the insurance side. Uh, Demotech is an article here. Demotech prepared to downgrade up to 20 Florida carriers as legislative relief hope fades. Huh. So, I need to talk to him, you know, yeah. just on a personal level. My homeowners, I just got a letter. Yeah. It said the company that was uh, providing us the coverage is, is, I don't know if they're going out of business or what, yeah. transferred it to another company. And like, yeah. I don't even know the terms or what, or, you know, like, so I have, I have to dig in to see what the heck happened here. Yeah. But just, just, they did this on their own, apparently. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Well, some say. of these companies are going out of business. That's probably what it so is. So you're having, they're, they're having to assume those policies. Now, from my understanding is, is, you know, it's, same, it's very similar to a mortgage. A lot of times you, you, you close a deal and the mortgage company is ABC, but then it turns out to be, um, you know, XYZ mortgage. They can't change the terms of the agreement, but they, they just end up changing the servicing. So I bet you that's the same thing. It's similar, uh, you know, to that. But yeah, there's a challenge. There's a very you know difficult challenge right now uh, through the uh, insurance markets in, in Tampa Bay, and I think it affects not only property and casualty but also your auto. Hmm. 
Interesting. Yeah, yeah. Some, some big time stuff going on there. You know, in the article that he sent, it's also talking about how uh, they're asking um, last week, Petrelli and Demotech management wrote Florida Governor Ron DeSantis, Florida Senate President Walt uh, Wilton Simpson, Florida House uh, Representative Speaker as uh, Chris Browse, asking them to call a special session, uh, legislative session to a- a- address the crisis in the state's property insurance market. It wouldn't surprise me if they're attacking the auto insurance, because if you remember, they, they are Congress, state Congress actually passed the bill. To change the PIP law and eliminate PIP, the governor vetoed it. Yes, and that's that's why it didn't change. So this, this is probably like a Plan B, you know. Right. But yeah, exactly. I don't doubt it. If you could forward me that, that'd be great. Yeah, absolutely, yeah. I will. Uh, so we're talking with Attorney Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show online at TampaWorkCompLaw.com. And and yeah, let, you know, there's a lot of stuff going on too. You know, geopolitically, you think about you know stuff happening, and then you know you and I dive into politics every now and then. And, you know, it's kind of fun. You know, you think yeah. about it. But you know, the, the election last year, or you know, in uh, t- two years ago now. Uh, you're, I guess, 18 months, but you, you look at the cover-up that was the Hunter laptop. And these last couple of weeks, New York Times, all these, they're all coming out saying, oh, yeah, it actually was real. That was, we, 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 we uh, you know, blocked you on Twitter. We banned you here. All that stuff was not true. Man, I tell you, and, and you know, they're doing it at the perfect time, too, yeah. with everything going on in Ukraine. I had some, a great point made uh, before the show, but uh, it's sickening because, you know, they've admitted now that, you know, prior to the election, what did they say? They said it was Russian misinformation. Mm-hmm. Big tech. I couldn't even post about it. You get a warning that you're you're uh, forwarding misinformation if you if you literally forwarded that article that the New York Post did. Yep. Uh, about the uh, laptop, and now we know that it was not only true, but there's a grand jury right now. Hunter possibly could get indicted for yep. the evidence contained on that laptop. So it was absolutely true. And what's scary is there was. 51 ex uh, FBI DOJ members that signed a statement saying that they felt, in their opinion, it was Russian misinformation. Right. So now we know that there was 51 liars there. Yeah, exactly. So I mean, I mean, that's major. And if that's not election inter- interference, I don't know what is because you know, yep. obviously that that story would have reached a lot more people yep. if it wasn't censored. Yep. And you know, and and, and how how much did it affect? There's no way to know, but that's definitely undeniable at this point and sickening. It's yeah. a shame. Yeah, and that's just one of the things that happened in the 2020 election. I like that one because at least now it's undeniable. You know, no one could tell me that I'm spreading misinformation now when I say uh, Hunter's laptop has some terrible evidence on it. You know, that's actually And another one that's really undeniable also is Dinesh D'Souza's movie coming out, 2,000 Mules. I don't know if you've seen it. Oh, I know all about that. that. Yeah, that's, uh, well, you know, the uh, Secretary of State Raffensperger uh, from True to Vote, there was a whistleblower who didn't, his identity has not been released, but he gave them, according to Raffensperger, uh, credible information that the ballot harvesting occurred. So he opened an investigation, but personally, I don't know if he's slow playing it or what. So far, all he did was from the Elections Commission is he got permission to issue subpoenas. Mm. So I guess they're going out now. So we'll see. My prediction is, uh, and it's just a prediction, I think that the whistleblower probably has an attorney is going to fight his identity being released. And they're going to have to use his evidence without uh, knowing exactly who he is. And we'll see if that's enough. But, yeah. But if that's true in the, in the swing states and then combined with the, uh, you know, the concealment of the uh, Hunter laptop store, you start adding all these things together. Yeah. And it's really sickening. Yeah. And the Zucker boxes, you know, fi- yeah. over half a billion dollars in uh, Zucker boxes strategically placed in those those highly Democratic voter areas. And that's what the ballot harvesting was all about. 
you know, uh, sending the ballots, having people, the, the harvesters take it to those ballot boxes in the wee hours of the morning. Yes. And, and stuff in the ballot. I That's mean, right. And know, they got like, them on cameras. It was, the, yep. it was the Freedom of Information Act that allowed the access to the video cameras. And it's also uh, very uh, non-deniable, um, allegedly, you know, from uh, listening to Charlie Kirk and, and Dinesh D'Souza with the uh, pings on the cell phones. They're yeah. Not pings. I think it's a new technology. No, Ping is an old technology. I don't know. But something along those lines because they, they know, okay, well, here's these people that went here to here to there to there. And, and they went to these drop boxes. And then, by the way, they're taking a selfie to prove that they were there. That's the best part, you yeah. know. And, and they're taking a selfie with the ballots in their hands. At the at the box, yeah. So that's great evidence. I mean, if they could get those pictures, I don't, I don't know. That's pretty strong evidence. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So hopefully, we'll see where that goes. But I consider that in the investigation stage. But uh, that that admission about the laptop was something else. Yeah, we'll see. Absolutely unbelievable. Uh, so we're gonna take a quick break. We're gonna come back more with attorney Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. Reach out to Jason uh, for your uh, legal needs here in Tampa Bay. Coble Law, uh, TampaWorkCompLaw.com. And we're going to take a quick break. When we come back, uh, more with attorney Jason Coble here on the Consumer Quarterback Show, ConsumerQB.com. Hey, this is Grant Cardone, and you've been listening to the phenomenal Brandon Rhymes, the Consumer Quarterback Show. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. And this Prager here for Brandon and Lindsey Rhymes, owners of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams. Buying, selling, investing in real estate, their nationwide Keller Williams network makes them the best team to work with. Sellers, have your property featured live on air, creating multiple offers. Buyers, leverage a unique system that gets your offer accepted, never overlooked. Call or text 813-750-0550, 813-750-0550, or ConsumerQB. Selling commercial or residential property? Don't leave money on the table. List with the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. I'm Brandon Rhymes. Reach me at 813-670-7372 or PlatinumMVPTeam.com. Have you desired more income and more freedom in your life? Now is your time. Keller Williams Realty has just launched our own real estate school, and you can get licensed for free. I'm Brandon Rhymes, host of the Consumer Quarterback Show, owner of the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. And for the first three people who reach out, I will personally coach you. 813-917-1894. Call or text 813-917-1894. ConsumerQB.com. ConsumerQB.com. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, and we're back. Brandon Rhymes here. Consumer Quarterback Show powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. We want to help you win in your real estate deals, buying, selling, or investing. And we are part of the Keller Williams Sports and Entertainment Division now. So really excited about that. A lot of cool things happening there. Uh, getting commercial deals under contract as well. We've got some um, pretty big contracts going commercial on the commercial side. So if you're uh, in 
residential, of course, commercial, uh, and uh, vacant land. We can uh, help you with that as well. Uh, we've got a property here at 14626 Loradon Drive in Seminole. This is a million-dollar listing, beautiful property. You've got 180-degree views of the uh, intercoastal waterways. You can take your boat. you got a private boat dock, and you take your boat to lunch or dinner and enjoy the best of Tampa Bay. Uh, two bedrooms, three bath, 1,330 square feet, double master layout, waterfront dock home, fast access to the Gulf. You're about five minutes from Indian Shores and Indian Rocks Beaches. Beautiful property. Got a heated pool, tennis courts as well. 14626 Lordon Drive, number 14, right here in Seminole. That's Pinellas County, Tampa Bay. And you can see all of our listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. All I've got is love. All right, we got attorney Jason Coble in the house. Coble Law online at TampaWorkCompLaw.com. And Jason, yeah, we talk a lot about business. We talk about politics. And, you know, I had that uh, heart surgery uh, about a year and a half ago uh, coming up. But what are you doing uh, to, you know, recreation wise? What are you doing to combat the stress and, and to work out? I'm glad you asked me. And, you know, I. I wasn't on the inaugural USF football team like you, but I, I, I was a, a heck of a wide receiver back in high school, and I, I went to a Division II school, Chippensburg, for football. But nice. It didn't work out there. But anyway, I love athletics, so I've always done something. I played in the Law League, Hillsborough County Law League, for basketball for years, but now I'm in my mid-40s, so I'm looking for something else that uh, I could do reasonably to keep, stay in shape. And my buddy asked me to play pickleball, which I'd never even heard of. Yeah. So I bought a racket and read the rules and everything. And, man, I love it. Yeah. It's, it's fun. So it's like a cross between tennis, I would say, and ping pong. Yeah. Because your your paddle or racket is very light, kind of like a ping pong paddle. Uh, you use a wiffle ball with a bunch of holes in it. Yeah. So no matter how hard you hit it, it kind of slows down with a wiffle ball with all those holes in it. And then uh, the court is similar to a tennis, but it's a smaller. Yeah. It's about 50 feet across from baseline to baseline. The uh, net's three feet up. There's a seven-foot area on either side of the net that you can't step into if the ball's in the air. You have to wait for it to hit. Other than that, you can't let it hit bounce, just like tennis. One unique aspect about it is the scoring. You could only score if you're serving. So somebody starts the game as a, you know, you're serving. If you get a point, you score. If the other side gets a point, it's just their serve. Mm. So they, it doesn't change the, the score. Yep. And that's how it goes. You usually play to 11, win by two. But very, very cool. It's fun. And uh Seems to be a lot of uh, middle-aged, older people playing it. So, yeah. So I think it's a good fit. It's a lot less moving around than like actual tennis, right? So and and it seems to be very popular. Yeah, and you get a good sweat going. Oh, definitely. Yeah. yeah so I recommend it. Yeah. Uh, if you ever want to play, let's do it. I definitely will. I'm, so I was just kind of thinking in my mind, I need to set something up around my house. But so yeah. you have a net going across the middle. It's just like tennis. You know, there's yeah. a net, except it's shorter. It's only uh, three feet high. Yep. And uh, yeah, so you know, you, you gotta. Hit it over the net. If it bounces twice on the other side, you win. And same same thing. You know, if you hit it in, you win. Yep. When you serve, you have to serve diagonal over to their you know service box, uh, and and uh, you know it's got to bounce in there or else it's cool. out. So yeah, very, very similar, uh, but definitely a cross between those two. But but a lot of fun. Yeah, yeah, absolutely. Good way to get the uh, exercise in. I like working out with Alex Lima, uh, Black Belt Fitness and Martial Arts, and you know doing some jujitsu, kickboxing, and, and different things there, and then. You know, mixing it up because the old school just going out and running, for, going for a jog or a walk, it get boring with it that. Does. I like to listen to my podcast, so it's that's the one thing that's kind of cool. I kind of catch up on things or even an audio book. But yeah, I think I've, I've found that over the years, the more you can mix it up, you know, one day pickleball, one day you know jujitsu. Yeah, they say that that it shocks the muscles. I guess uh, right to, to mix it up a little bit than doing the same thing over and over again. Yeah. 
I, I was doing the kickboxing a couple of years ago, and I, I tore my Achilles. And man, oh. that was that ended that quick because that was painful. Yeah, I that, that set me back a little bit. But. I tore an ACL, so that's why I don't play you know hoops or anything anymore. Or right. flag football. All right, so we got attorney Jason Coble in the house here, Coble Law, and uh, what another area of your practice is Social Security disability. Uh, what's happening in that space? Uh, well, I think everybody by now knows that the system's running out of money. You know, it's inevitable. It's not going to it's probably not going to be there. Social Security retirement even uh, when, when I'm that age. But we'll see unless, you know, our lovely congressmen and women could figure something out. But uh, what I'm seeing is because it's running out of, uh, out of uh, money, I see a lot of ridiculous decisions. People that I know deserve it getting yep. denied because the first two decisions are made in-house. They're not made by a judge. So you can't really appeal it or, you know, have it sent to federal court to be examined. When you, when you get before the judge, then you get to present evidence. And if they make a bad decision, you could appeal it. But it takes like two and a half years to get to that point. Jeez. So I see a lot of that. And then just of late, like last couple of months, I had three cases where they lost my, my letter of representation. Wow. It's like, how the heck is that possible? Wow. So, you know, you send in the letter of representation. You send in the appeal of the initial denial. Because I never take a case unless it's denied at least once. Because I don't want to get money for nothing. You know, if someone deserves it, I let, you know, let them apply on their own. Only if they deny it, I take it. But you lose that letter, lose my appeal. They don't even know the appeal happened. It's a, it creates a big mess. So I wow. think they're very overworked, maybe understaffed. Something's yep. going on where there's a lot more mistakes than usual. So if you're in that system alone, don't do it. Give me a call. Yeah, I don't get paid unless I win. So if I don't think you you have a good case, I'll tell you. Uh, but uh, if I think you have a good case, we'll win. And uh, you know, I get paid at that time. Social Security disability. So if they're denying a claim, saying, "Hey, no, you don't, you don't deserve," you're not this. disabled. That's usually what they say. Right. Yep. Then give me a call. Okay. That's Coble Law. Yep. Uh, work TampaWorkCompLaw dot com. Uh, Coble Law online. Of course, you can find them online. It's got a Facebook page as well out yeah. there, and connect with them there. So yeah, Social Security disability. It, it, how do you know? That's one thing I think about too is just the you know the bureaucracy of government and. and you know, even apparently in the courts, you know, they're, they're missing documents. You're seeing that type of thing. What are you scanning documents in? They're just not getting them or something along those lines. This day and age, it's, it's like, you know, how could that even be possible? You know? Right. But, but yeah, no, the scary times, especially when you see it uh, in the court system, you know, yeah. and I slowly, I'm, I'm starting to see more and more of political bias and, and things popping up. And man, that's a shame because that's really, you know, lady justice is supposed to be blind. Right. And if we can't rely on that, the rule of law, then we're really in trouble. Check out so. this poll that I that, I, that kind of caught my my um, ear. Uh, I believe it was this morning. I was listening to uh, Bannon's podcast. It is it is everywhere. And essentially, what Disney's doing right now with this huge announcement that that's getting leaked out is they're saying they're going to make up for what Governor DeSantis did. The, the little secret, Steve, that no one really has been talking about until recently is that these radicals, these sexual deviants, have taken over our public school system. And they've been using the billions of taxpayer dollars that we give them every single year to groom our children. See, there was just a poll that's resurfaced um, from Axios. I want to read the numbers to you. Traditionalists, uh, this is uh, LGBTQ identification by generation. Traditionals, these are people born before 1946. 0.8% identified as LGBTQ. Baby boomers, 2.6%. Gen X, 4.2%. Millennials, 10.5%. Gen Z, these are people born 1997 to 2003. 20.8% of that generation identifies as LGBTQ. Now you tell me 
that there's not an agenda here to groom our children. Isn't it crazy? I mm-hmm. mean, so you look back at, you know, people back in the day, think about our grandparents, right? 50s, 60s, you know, they're working. They're, they're trying to put food on the table. They're canning tomatoes to have money left over or have uh, food during a, during a bad time. Now it's more about, you know, these social and political grooming is, is essentially. I don't want to be disrespectful to the LBG community. You yep. know, I have relatives uh, that, that are uh, gay, but, um, you know, that, that particular law, it is about people who are five, six, seven, maybe right. eight years old. Yep. And and so I think is you know the media has been a little dishonest about what exactly it entails. Maybe did it have to be done? I was like, well, how many? How often is stuff like that pushed right. at that young age? Hopefully not at all. So I was thinking it might be a political stunt. But then again, I've seen people fighting against it. So I yeah. don't know. Yeah. Well, even you know our mayor here in Tampa Bay, don't say gay bill. You know, it's like that's, no, that's it's, not what it says. Not I read what it. it is. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> I read it. Don't be grooming the kids, and it's parental rights. If you're going to do something, let the parents know about it. I agree. Jason, always a pleasure having you in, man. Uh, Cobalt Law. To find them online. Uh, we want you to please go out there and consider committing a random act of kindness. Do something kind for one another. Be a force for good in the community. And we'll see you uh, on this flip side of this break here coming up. This is Chris Voss, former FBI lead hostage negotiator and owner of the Black Swan Group. And you're listening to Consumer Quarterback Show hosted by my friend Brandon Rice. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. Listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rhymes, online at consumerqb.com. Brandon is Tampa Bay's number one consumer advocate for real estate and financial advice. Call Brandon today at 813-917-1894. And we're back. Brandon Rhymes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, powered by the Platinum MVP team at Keller. Williams Realty helping you win in your real estate deals. And we got a hot listing here at 14121 7th Street in Dade City. We've got a restaurant for sale up in Dade City. Beautiful property here. Uh, we'll have our producer put that on the screen for us. So 7th Street, Dade City. Uh, this is a property that is uh, opportunity for the management to live in the um, the establishment. One bedroom, one bath property at 7th Street in Dade City. Plenty of parking. All the real estate is included. Uh, so looking for that restauranteur, that entrepreneur wanting to uh, relocate their business to downtown bustling downtown Dade City. This is an established restaurant since 1990 as well. The sale includes the furniture and equipment. Perfect entrepreneurial investment. Plenty of parking at 14121 7th Street, Dade City. And you can see all of our real estate listings at platinummvpteam.kw.com. All right, we got our friend Larry Harbolt on the line. Larry Harbolt, real estate investor, published author, LarryHarbolt.com. Welcome to the show, Larry. Hey, thanks for having me on. Hey, my pleasure, man. And so, yeah, we've had some great interviews with you over the years. And, and you know, we talk a lot about real estate, real estate investing, the market fundamentals, what's happening uh, in the market. What do you think? Where do you think we're at right now uh, in terms of the real estate market here, uh, specifically to uh, Tampa Bay? Well, uh, the Tampa Bay is it's still a hot market. I don't see it diminishing much. Uh, you know, properties that hit the market are gone in just a few days. 
So uh, I don't see much of a change. I don't think it's going to change much until, you know, we stop getting the influx of people from the Northeast and California coming in. So I think it's going to stick with us for a while. Yeah, I agree. It, there's there's no slowdown on the on the horizon. You can't get a U-Haul coming from California or New York, uh, uh, you know, anymore. The the cost of U-Hauls and you know, you know, there's some of these different statistics that you see the travel, and uh, yeah, people are tired of being told what to do. Locked down, overtaxed, and uh, you know, jobs uh, of course are, are better here as well, and you know, the job market and you know, a lot of things you know that are affecting that. Um, so what would be your advice out there then to, to folks that are looking to try to get into properties, try to win properties in, in a sense? Well, I think it's it's kind of futile if you're getting in a bidding war on every property that's listed in the MLS. Uh, that's why an associate and I, we have built an app for strictly off-market real estate uh, for investors. And I think that's going to be a key to help a lot of people get into the investment game because these will be properties that others other than investors don't know that are for sale. Wow. That's pretty cool. I remember you telling me that last time. Tell, tell me again. What? So tell me about the app. Well, the app right now is in a testing stage. Okay. Uh, it should be ready in a couple of weeks for use. It's a subscription uh, site and uh, it's called, Wadzoo, W-A-D-Z-O-O. Uh, it's an app you can get on your phone. It's not operational yet. We're doing, like I said, a beta test, but it'll be ready in a couple of weeks. And if anybody's interested, they can contact me at LarryHarbold at gmail.com, and I can get you hooked up and uh, get you started. But I think it's going to be a really big. We've got two different levels on it. One level of the subscription is for 50-mile radius of where you live, and the other one is for the entire United States. And what I like about it is if you get the subscription for the whole United States, if you see people or other people around the country that go on this app and they're looking for property in Florida, it's a lot more coverage that you would normally than you'd normally get and these again are off market nothing listed yeah that's a, that's a big deal to have these off market properties uh you know and, and talk let's speak a little bit about what happened over the last uh six to twelve months you had you had these these big companies these big hedge fund companies the, the zillows and the other companies coming in and buying inventory and, and, and then you saw that they lost a lot of money on some of these what, what do you think what's your reaction to that well you know, it's hard to compete with them, you know, if you're an investor, because they're using cheap money, and I don't think they really care if they make a profit in the short term. Right. I think I think they're buying for the long term, and it's really hard to compete with those people. They're picking up the low-hanging fruit that, uh, you know, are out there, but they can pay because, here again, they don't care if they make a profit quickly or not. Yeah, exactly. So they get a long-term play. Uh, I had an interesting thing come up on one of my properties that had multiple listings. Uh, we did an open house over the weekend, mega open house. Had um, a lot of people through. I think we had like 35 people come through. Received a lot of offers, some pretty pretty good offers. But then I had a uh, offer that came in through a company. I don't want to say the name just to give them you know exposure. But uh, the, the company came in and it was basically where the realtor had to qualify 
the property through this this bigger overarching companies, probably some type of a hedge fund. Uh, they qualified them, and then they qualified the house uh, based on you know X number of desktop appraisal. So then the offer comes in, and it's all cash. And I said, and I talked to the realtor because it was very automated. You saw a text come through. You saw an email come through. Very automated. And when the text came through, I replied. I was like, this looks like spam. I'm not clicking that link. Uh, and then I ended up talking to, you know, one of the representatives called me and explained the program. And I said, okay, wow, this is the first I've seen this. But it was interesting. So the, the, the buyer is actually a financed buyer. But what this cash company does come in and they guarantee that the deal will close as cash. And they also guarantee that it will close at the sales price even if they have to kick in over the appraised value. And it's going back to the same philosophy that you said, Larry, that they don't need to make quick short-term cash. They can make this as a long-term hold play. Right. But they're betting that the market is going to continue to go up. Right. And, uh, you know, that may happen, but with the interest rates starting to move up a little bit here and there, uh, in the short term, I don't think that's going to make much difference to too many buyers, but it's, Eventually, if they go up as many points as they're talking about, it's going to make a big difference, and that'll slow the market down considerably. Where do you think you're going to go? Actually, somebody sent me a text the other day. They said they were listening to Sirius Radio or one of these other ones, and they they um, sent me a text saying that it was going to go into the teens. Well, I remember when I got started in this business as an investor back in 1979, that was during the Carter years interest rates were 18 to 22%. Mm. And you can't make money at 18 to 22%. Even in an inflated market, it, it's virtually impossible because everything's going to interest. Right. And it's uh, you might as well have an interest-only loan because very, very little is coming off the principal every month. Right. Yeah. So uh, I hate to see that or I hate to think that that's going to happen because it's uh, – it's not good for anybody when those interest rates go that high. Uh, yeah. So, so we're talking about you know the inflation. We got record inflation. Uh, you've got printing of money. You've got legal theft by the Federal Reserve, uh, and, and that's affecting people's wallets. That's affecting people's grocery bills. Uh, and, and the people that it's affecting most is the middle and lower income people. Larry, that's right. Well, the thing that scares me more than anything is I heard rumors that the present administration wants to take capital gains tax up to as high as 43%. Wow. So you would lose half of your profit to these taxes. And uh, that's definitely going to hurt the investment business. Yeah. How can you, how can you afford to lose, you know, half of your profit? It just, there's, there's costs in owning real estate. And, uh, you got costs added on to those capital gains. It's it's going to affect the market tremendously. Yeah, yeah, exactly. And they don't care that you know the the elites, the politicians, the political class, the the folk, the in crowd, like the uh, cronies. They don't care. They 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 want the middle class to be weak. They want the you know the uh, you know the, the, those self employed, those middle income earners. They want them to be weak. They want them to lose their purchasing power. Uh, they want them to lose their ability to to turn out and you know and support certain candidates, et cetera. So that's that's what's happening here. It's it's you know they're ushering in uh, these these high rates, these taxes. These, they're growing the government at every step of the way. I think they just voted themselves a twenty percent increase um, 
by the way, last last week I heard something along those lines where they voted themselves a big uh, pay increase while other you know Americans are struggling. Well, I think you know just like my dad used to say that the trouble with the government they they want everybody hungry because when you're hungry you can be controlled, but exactly. when you have a strong middle class, they got the their bellies full and they got some money in their pocket. They're hard to control. That's and right. I think they're I think they're trying to take us down to where we will do what we're told when we're told. And some of us have a real problem with that. Yep, that's right. Yep, exactly. We, we worked hard to get where we're at. And then you got a bunch of loonies that want to change it to benefit people that have never worked for it. Yep. It, it sticks in our craw. That's right. Absolutely. It's a, it's a challenging time. It's, it's uh, you know, part of the great reset ushering in that, you know, ultimately they don't want you to own anything. They say you're not going to own anything. They want everybody to be a renter and, uh, you know, have that situation uh, where you don't have personal property. You know, the World Economic Forum, uh, Klaus Schwab and all those cronies. But uh, we're going to take a quick right. break. We're going to come back with Larry Harbolt, Harbolt here. Uh, LarryHarbolt.com. You can check him out online. Uh, Consumer Quarterback Show as well. ConsumerQB.com. Uh, you can see links there to all of our expert contributors. Uh, support the show by supporting this local content uh, right here in Tampa Bay by going to ConsumerQB.com. We've got attorneys, CPAs, financial advisors, all types of tech experts, insurance experts, uh, and, and others, of course, uh, great home service providers as well at ConsumerQB.com. Quick break. Coming back with Larry Hallbolt here. We'll be right back. This is work done, and you're listening to the Real Estate Quarterback Show, hosted by my man, Brandon Rimes. To get in touch with Brandon, call 813-917-1894, online at ConsumerQB.com. Hey, Brandon Rimes here. We are looking for real estate investors. We've got a new relationship bringing us a tremendous amount of off-market real estate investment opportunities. So text the word investor to our hotline, 813-750-0550. Off-market real estate investment opportunities. Text investor to 813-750-0550. Brandon Rimes here, Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty. Looking for real estate investors. Send us a text. You're listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes, cutting through your typical media nonsense and offering you a rational and unbiased perspective on current events and life in Tampa Bay. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And we're back. Brandon Rimes here, Consumer Quarterback Show, Platinum MVP Team, Keller Williams Realty. like to feature our listings here on air. 9221 New York Avenue in Hudson. We've got 30 acres for sale uh, up here in um, the Pasco County area, Hudson. 9221 New York Avenue in Tampa Bay. Great opportunity. Opportunity zone. Uh, zoning is AR, single uh, family res, and, and uh, also industrial. So it's a great opportunity. You can see all of our real estate listings. By the way, we've got about a dozen total vacant land listings. So anybody looking for land, uh, we got some great opportunities uh, here in Tampa Bay, about a dozen or so listings. Platinum MVP team dot KW dot com. Yeah, we got our friend Larry Harbolt on the line here. Larry is a longtime real estate investor. He's an educator, a teacher as well. And Larry, what else are you seeing in the real estate space, specifically to the investor side? You know, a lot of people are, you know, fighting over the same, um, same, uh, you know, inventory. Yeah. And, and that's why we in, 
created this app that we've got, that Wadzoo app. It uh, it comes from two years of hard work putting this together. But if you can find properties off market, there, there's a better chance you're going to be able to put a deal together with another investor. And the, the thing about this app is we just get a subscription, a monthly subscription, and we do not take any part of the transaction. It's investor to investor. We don't take part of the deal. We're not interested in that. We're just trying to, you know, get people from all over the country to subscribe so they can do business amongst each other. Yeah, that's cool. So you're you're providing that uh, service to um, basically facilitate real estate investment and, and opportunities off MLS. That's the big key, right? Most people say, well, once it's hit the MLS, it's kind of, you know, it's seen by so many people. They they don't like that, right, Larry? Right. Well, everybody's fishing in the same fishbowl. Uh, you got to get outside of that if you want to find any deals. Now, if you're looking for properties that are less than perfect in condition, um, you know, I've talked many times about paying the seller every month instead of getting a bank loan. And an interesting point, I did a four-day training uh, last week and I had people in from all over the country, and we strictly talk about seller financing. And people were talking about, you know, having to qualify like you do at a bank. I've been doing this business 43 years. I've sat at hundreds of kitchen tables to negotiate a deal with a seller. Only once was I ever asked for my credit report. Wow. Because people don't think of that when you're dealing with human beings. They just want to know that you will pay. And there's many, many things I teach on how we can make sure that the payments get made uh, so that it, it doesn't harm the seller. Right. And, you know, if, if you can be, sit down with somebody and talk to them and show them that you can pay them every month and give them a better deal, they'll end up with more money. It, it many times works. It doesn't work for everybody. But the problem is too many people today, uh, you know, they're going for the gold and uh, they want top dollar. Well, see, I can give you top dollar if you'll give me my terms. And I've got to be able, if I'm going to buy it as an investment, i got to be able to either buy it below market if I'm going to fix it and resell it, or if I'm going to rent it, I've got to have a payment low enough that will allow me to cash flow it. So it's either price or terms. And I think this is a key that most people don't understand because all they know is you go to a bank, the bank tells you what you can pay for it based on a conservative appraisal. They tell you what the payment's going to be. They tell you what the interest rate is going to be. And they tell you how long you have to pay it back. Mm -hmm. When you're dealing with a human being, all of those parts are adjustable. Right. We can, we can do whatever. I mean, you know, I, I make the joke, but, I could pay a seller off in bubblegum if they would accept it as a payment for their property. So it's whatever the seller and you can agree on. And there's many ways that I can show people my deal is better for them in many ways than if they took all cash and got killed with capital gains tax and recapture of depreciation in the year of the sale, which is what happens when they get all cash. If they'll take payments over a long term, they only pay the capital gains on the 12 payments they receive in a calendar year. So it, it, it's done over time. 
not all at once in the year of the sale. So you end up with more money. You just, it's just an income stream. Right. Yeah, it makes more sense, especially for certain situations. Maybe uh, somebody that is, um, you know, in a certain income bracket, uh, different scenarios. What what can the average investor, maybe a newer investor, look for for those scenarios? What do you look for, Larry? Well, in in my own business, I look for bread and butter neighborhoods, and what I mean by that, uh, I'm looking for neighborhoods where it's like a married couple, the husband works construction, the wife works in a beauty salon or something like that. Yep. And the, the reason for that is because that's where 75% of America lives. And there, we've got more buyers and sellers in that market. But I need properties that are unloved. Mm-hmm. What I mean by that, something that I can get below market because of its current condition, because I have to fix it up. But if I can buy it with the right terms, mm-hmm. that will allow me to afford the property because every rental property is a business unto itself. It has to pay for itself from the income it brings in. Right. And once you learn that simple formula that I use, then give them their price. Uh, I, I give an example of how I, I can pay more for a property than what it'll appraise at if I'm going to keep it long term right. and not sell it. Um, I can I can make that deal work, end up paying over a shorter period of time than a 30-year loan and making a lot more profit on that deal. So it's it's how you structure the deal. That's what I teach. Right. Yeah, absolutely. We're talking with Larry Harbolt here on the Consumer Quarterback Show. I'm your host, Brandon Rhymes. And Larry, uh, you know, I love this topic. It, it's, it's, it's a way also, you know, we, with Keller Williams, we launched a real estate school. We launched uh, Keller Williams real estate school. It's a free online class. It's a free online course and folks can get, you know, licensed and a couple different angles there. You can do it. Of course, if you want to go full time, but a lot of people are opting to go as a part-time kind of a side hustle side gig and try to, uh, you know, find, uh, referrals, you know, and then simply refer the business to us, the Platinum MVP team at Keller Williams Realty, and make a 25% uh, referral fee as a uh, part-time side hustle type gig. But, uh, you know, and I think somewhat similar is true with the real estate investing. People get a start in real estate investing and, you know, they have their day job, but this is something that people can kind of, you know, ease into, kind of start learning how to generate leads. And have you have you seen people successfully do that over your career? Oh, yeah. I mean, I've got students all over the country. I've got one single mom from uh, Greenville, South Carolina. She just talked to me a few days ago. And after she took my four-day training, she bought eight houses with seller financing terms last year. Nice. So when when people say, well, nobody will, will do that, that's not true. It's you just haven't explained the benefits of it. And... Uh, that's that's what you got to do. You got to show them that your deal is better for them monetarily than if they get all cash and, and lose most of it to the taxes in the year of the sale. If they don't live in it, let me make that caveat. If they don't live in it, if it's an investment property they have, if they live in it, IRS Section 121 says that a single person can take up to 250000 of their gain tax-free, a couple can take 500000 if they've lived in the house any two 
of the last five years. So I don't look for those houses. I don't want houses that they live in. I want houses that they have, that they've held for investment, because I don't care if they live next door to it. it they have to pay all of the capital gains if they get cash in the year of the sale. Right. So I go for the bread and butter houses that they don't live in, uh, in decent areas, you know, not not war zones, but in, in decent areas where people want to live. Right. Yeah, absolutely. And then there's there's different ways to try to market that. What's what's better, online, offline, uh, combination, telemarketing, postcards? What's what's the best way? Well, for me, uh, you know, I've run a weekly real estate investor meeting, and I've done that 23 and a half years, every Monday night. And it's strictly networking. People have properties they want to pitch. People are looking for properties. It, it's a uh, share and everybody win type situation. I also, my wife and I have done letters. We send letters to non-owner occupied free and clear property owners. We've been doing that for years. And we just look for people that own property they don't live in that they might want to sell. I buy lists of those people. I've got a list source where you can get just that or anything, basically anything you want, but that's what we do, and we we said my wife sends out letters, and uh, it's been very successful for us. Yeah, that's awesome. You got to find the deal before it's a deal, and then treat the people right. Give them the information. Be uh, you know credible uh, information source. Show them how the deal makes more sense when you're structuring it that way uh, versus all the money up front. That makes a lot of sense, Larry. Yeah, and and my letter. We don't do postcards. Because I don't think they've got the same. We don't do yellow letters. Our specific letter, the first paragraph says, Hi, uh, my name is Larry Harbold. I'm an investor looking for a few properties for my retirement program. We see you own a property in Pinellas or Hillsborough County that you don't live in. Would you be interested in selling? All right, Larry, that has that's worked. our time, my friend. LarryHarbolt.com. Check him out online, LarryHarbolt.com and ConsumerQB.com. We'll see you next time. You've been listening to the Consumer Quarterback, Brandon Rimes. Whether it's real estate, consumer, or financial advice, let Brandon call your next play. Call Brandon Rimes at 813-917-1894. That's 813-917-1894. Online at ConsumerQB.com. And join us next time for the Consumer Quarterback Show.